Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. My name is Chris. And my name's Anthony. Here on the Sci-Fi Wise Guys, what we actually do is go through and watch normally science fiction and science fiction adjacent movies, television shows, visual entertainment media. I don't think we did that today, but how are you, you my friend? You don't think we did it, <laughs> but the people have spoken. I'm doing fantastic. Excellent. Excellent. How are Excellent. you? I've had a fairly rushed day. Rushed. For what it's worth. Yeah. Been in and out, out and around. Uh, I got my the first of my two vaccine doses. Oh, yeah. The, I did that earlier this week. For the COVID-19 coronavirus. So, do you know, if, yeah. like, I think in the in the middle of 2020, like, I think right around, like, June or so, that if you had actually said the words coronavirus, COVID, or pandemic on your YouTube video, that they would... um demonetize it yeah i did i heard about that i think they were they were trying to stop the spread of misinformation yeah and they just they didn't have the manpower or the willpower to actually curate anything so they just said nope blanket no let's just move on yeah i don't have the time or the patience to discuss youtube's inability to moderate itself but that being said what did we watch anthony so we watched the (laughs) 2021 animated slash family film tom and jerry Mm. yes someone i'm not gonna say who but somebody thought it would be a good idea to ask the internet on our facebook page and on twitter if tom and jerry was sci-fi and with the implication being and then confirmed that if it was sci-fi we would be watching it and then creating a podcast episode on it and 60.7 percent of uh of voters decided that it was sci-fi so here we are so let's take a timeout from our normal process <laughs> yeah this is a giant timeout from our normal process and let's actually let let's go at, let's have the discussion is oh, tom and okay. jerry science fiction or science fiction adjacent okay all right i will argue that it is i will argue that it is science fiction science fiction adjacent okay falls into the category of fantasy mainly because they're cartoons Mm -hmm. that just somehow exist in the real world not just cartoons already exist in the real world as a cartoon but these are cartoon characters that live breathe eat are you saying in this particular movie yeah in in traditional tom and jerry cartoons yeah much in the vein of uh, of a very fun movie that i saw as a child uh who framed roger rabbit which Mm -hmm. i think you could actually also consider to be a fantasy. Let's see what Wikipedia says. Uh, they are both qualified. Oh, live action slash animated comedy. Who Framed Roger Rabbit is considered a mystery film, while Tom and Jerry is considered a slapstick comedy. Yep. Um, yep. Okay. So, so you're arguing that absurdism is fantasy. I'm arguing that in this case, absurdism is, you could consider it fantasy. Yes. I mean, there's no other way, really. No, nah. <laughs> I mean, all of the animals in this movie are animated, which I thought was a nice touch instead of just Tom and Jerry. Like every single animal, yeah. they're in the background, the foreground. I mean, even the insects, you know, butterflies and whatnot. It's not science fiction. It's not fantasy. It's a children's cartoon. I, I don't. I don't even know how to argue against whatever you're saying because it is so absurd. It just if they talked like they did. In the cartoon in the 1990s, the other Tom and Jerry movie, Tom and Jerry the movie, yeah. then maybe I'd give it to you. Be like, oh, they're talking and communicating. He sings? I mean, T-Pain sings. 
He sings. <laughs> True. But he, he sings I, words that only the other cat knows and hears. So I mean, the other people are in the bar with him. No one else hears him. I think they do. They just don't acknowledge it. Yeah. They, well, she even says later, I'm tired of this no talking thing. Like, like I wish y'all could talk. So I think he was just purring. Was it just meowing? meowing, I guess. <laughs> or if you want to, if you want to get real technical with it, he was catcalling. Ooh, good one across the bar. Thank you. <laughs> I think I win the, win the one up on the pun battle today. <laughs> no, it is not science fiction. It's not fantasy. Looney Tunes is not well inherently science fiction or fantasy. There are definitely some episodes or some characters that go into those those genres, but just because something is ridiculous doesn't mean it's science fiction or science fiction adjacent regardless i did watch this movie (laughs) and i was pleasantly surprised Mm. there's my opening thoughts let's talk about some facts all right tom and jerry and it's everywhere i see it it's tom ampersand jerry but then in the actual like opening title it's tom and jerry spelled out and I know the original film from 92 was Tom and Jerry, the movie all spelled out. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Some different marketing choices. Maybe it's to keep you away from like to separate the two movies. I don't know. This did release this year, February 26, 2021, simultaneously to theaters and HBO Max. So it did go straight to stream. So we didn't bend or break that rule today. <laughs> We, I did watch this on HBO. I did not go to the theater. I don't. I don't even know the theaters around here are open or not. I didn't even. Uh, they are because my uh, nine-year-old nephew and eight-year-old niece saw this in theaters. Oh, smart! No comment. <laughs> it is currently uh, on IMDb. It's currently sitting at a five point three out of ten star rating with over twelve thousand reviews. It's got a median score of six. Uh, it's sitting on Metascore at 30, uh, on Metacritic, excuse me, it has a 33 Metascore and a 5.8 user score. So one of the rare cases where I feel like the, the user score here is much higher than, not much higher, but higher than the IMDb rating. Do you have the Rotten Tomatoes? 25% Rotten, 84% audience score. That's kind of what I expected over there. So I have a blurb. If anyone needs to know who Tom and Jerry are. <laughs> I guess we're assuming the audience knows Tom and Jerry. I feel like that's a fair assumption to make. But the blurb on IMDb is a chaotic battle ensues between Jerry Mouse, who has taken refuge in the Royal Gate Hotel, and Tom Cat, who is hired to drive him away before the day of a big wedding arrives. Yeah. It's accurate. That's very accurate, yes. I don't have the HBO Max blurb. That's okay. I don't think we need another one. <laughs> I think that gets it. That gets it going. So I didn't know what to expect going into this film. I didn't see any trailers for it or anything. I don't know if I knew that it was live action and animated mixed. Like you already mentioned, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, I think is the biggest example of that to this point. I didn't know. I didn't even know that. So I, I really liked the animation style. I liked that. I thought they did a good job of blending the live action and the animation. I liked that it didn't like a lot of times with these types of movies, I would assume, and I know that not everyone's going to agree with me, but I would assume that they would make the, the misstep of making the making in this case, Tom and Jerry or titular characters kind of side characters 
to the overall story. They're just kind of background or they're doing whatever else. But I, I really enjoyed that in the middle of this film, there are just five to 10 minute long sequences that are basically Tom and Jerry skits, mm-hmm. which was a, like a like just a sort of pleasant surprise. The overall plot about Kayla and the hotel and the wedding, I didn't really care, right? I'm not super invested in that. I'm, I'm there for Tom and Jerry. And I know that I, I can feel it, you know, like a lot of reviewers out there and a lot of people watching it are upset that there was anything but Tom and Jerry. But at the end of the day, these are characters who don't talk. It's a children's film, right? It's made for kids. It's got to have some sort of lesson or some sort of feel good messaging attached to it, which is really hard to do with two mute animal characters. But I thought they did a good job of mixing that overall plot, putting Tom and Jerry in that plot, but also having time for their, what is it, hijinks? Is that the right word? I believe hijinks. Hijinks. I got to use the word hijinks properly on the podcast. It's a good day. Now, I know for a fact that you didn't enjoy the movie because you messaged me in the middle of it. (laughs) (laughs) Letting me know how horrible it was. (laughs) I was 45 minutes in. Because I don't have the HBO app on my phone anymore, mm. and I'm too lazy to have my wife sign in on it, mainly because she doesn't know her password. But aren't you in IT? Can't you help her with her password? I'm not willing to help my <laughs> wife retrieve her password, because it, it's not that it's too much work for me. It's just, look, I just don't want to talk about it. Anyways. <laughs> There's lines that can't be crossed. So we're sitting on the couch. She's on her phone. She's on TikTok or Instagram or whatever. And I'm like, hey, what? When is this movie going to end? And she's like, oh, you're like halfway through, man. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. I also would like to talk about the facts for a second. Please. I did not like this movie. And the reason why I did not like this movie is because I do not like Jerry. Oh, okay. I hate Jerry. Okay. I've always hated Jerry. I'm always, I'm a Tom guy. I love Tom. He's just doing his job. Like that's, that's always been the thing is Tom is just hanging out doing his job no matter what the situation is and he's got this mouse that just you know just causes him general distress and i don't like that i'm out i'm out on jerry okay okay that being said the reason why i did not like this movie is mostly because of the b story which i guess is technically the a story which is the live action story for chloe grace moretz michael pena uh i don't even know these other actors names Rob Delaney. Yeah, I would say you don't know uh, Rob Delaney. See uh, Jordan Bulger, Bulger, sorry, Colin Yost, Pallavi Sharda, and uh, Patsy Farron. Farron? Farron. And Ken Jeong, but yes. And Ken Jeong, yes. Yes, honorable mention. I did not care for this story. And I think the reason why I didn't care for this story is because I'm not a child and I'm also not a parent. And I think that if you're going to watch this movie, if you're not doing it for the meme... You're not watching it to try to get a an hour worth of Snyder Cut. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's... um. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen anything else that Chloe Grace Moretz is in. Because I've never seen the Kick-Ass movies. Oh, okay. Let's, let me just look at her IMDb page real quick. No, 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 no. I feel like she's in an eclectic... No, 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 no. Like she's not uh, for having. I would consider her big breakout to be in in Kick Ass. I'm kind of wrong on that, right? Like, when did that come out? Yeah, and she's no, been acting I, since 2004. So she did a bunch of things before that, okay. and since then she's in a bunch of okay. comedy action. I found, it. Well, I found okay. it. What'd you find? She plays Lady Emily in the Dishonored game. 
Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's her voice. Uh, but no, like I went through here and I haven't seen any other movie that she's ever been in. Like I know she's in Kick-Ass and Kick-Ass 2. But right. yeah, no, I haven't I haven't seen any of these things. I don't know if she did a great job in this movie. But I also don't know how well of a job someone can do acting opposite like a, I don't know, like Nothing. a cardboard cutout. Like, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, essentially, <laughs> right? So, I mean, her, her interactions with other people, whatever. I don't know. I just... I did not enjoy this movie, and I kind of wish I'd never asked the question. <laughs> so <laughs> I was leaving it out there so that no one knew who asked the question. Uh, but I guess it was you, wasn't it? It was, it was. you all along, your own worst enemy. <laughs> oh no, the consequences of my own actions. <laughs> I thought she did great. Look, this is a children's movie. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I've probably watched children's movies, G and PG rated films more recently than you and more often in my adulthood than you my adulthood my adult life whatever just because i have little siblings right i would prefer this over any disney musical any day of the week we've already talked about there being him singing there's the one thing that's the he sings is t-pain singing a ray charles song which is probably a low point for the movie but i it was a welcome diversion from the million other animated family films that have to be musicals or they got to be full of double entendres, right? Like the Shrek films and whatnot. Mm-hmm. This was just minus one joke that I caught in the whole movie. This is very much for little kids. And I don't like, I, I don't have anything wrong with, it. I don't have any complaints. I thought that all the actors did well for what it was. It's a children's movie. They're emoting perf- the right way when they're angry. They're not, you know, they're not real angry, if that makes sense. I don't know if I'm, I can, I can feel you rolling your eyes and no, just I'm, not, I'm, I feel everyone zoning out as I'm saying that. I don't know how else to, <laughs> to describe all of this. No, I'm not, I'm not rolling my eyes. I agree with you that it is pro- like, this is a good movie as it exists. Like it's a children's movie. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with the fact, your point, position, argument, or opinion. I just didn't enjoy it. And I just, right. I, I don't know. And and maybe it's because it's a children's movie that some of the live action characters just, you know, I didn't enjoy their performances. This is wrong with that. Oh, that's fine. It's sure, animated sure, well. Sure, sure. I think all the, all the sets are done pretty well. The Royal Gate Hotel. I don't think that's a real place. No, I, I don't place, think so either. Is it? It's just some random I didn't look it up. Hotel. I imagine yeah. that, you know, it's uh, a, oh, it was also filmed in the UK. So yeah. It's supposed to be New York, so no, it's not a real hotel. <laughs> I actually made notes. No, let's see. I was enjoying myself too much. <laughs> I guess I want I, I want to clarify. I want sure. I want you to clarify. I guess I get that you didn't like the movie, and I don't know if I expected you to like the movie. I don't think I expected me to like the movie. But would you call it? Do you think it's a five point three on, on IMDb? Like knowing that knowing that you are not the target audience in the slightest and it wasn't meant for you, right? Like looking, I'm try, I guess I'm trying to review the movie through the eyes of the eight-year-old who went and watched Tom and Jerry the movie back in the 90s, right? Or however old he, I was. Here's the answer to your question. Yes, yes, yes. The audience score was 84%. Yeah, okay. That's the answer to the question. Okay. Again. I'm asking, I know what as, they thought. As a critic. Thought. No, no, no. As a critic- I did not enjoy the movie. I don't think it's bad. Okay. Like, what, what, I think what I texted you was, this movie is 
terrible. I think that's what I texted you, actually. <laughs> yeah, it is. But all, only just because I, I, I try to take our podcast seriously. There's some times where we make jokes or we have fun. You know, we surprise each other with movie suggestions that the other one is probably like, you know, like what in the middle of their watching it, like, oh my God, I can't believe Chris made me watch this. Or, oh my God, yeah, I, can't I saw Anthony. Kingdom of Gladiators. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, there's nothing inherently wrong with this movie critically. Okay. If you are going to review it as a critic, as a movie, I think 25% is far too low on the tomato meter because we're the people who are watching this movie, they're looking at it through the lens as art, I guess sure. you could say. Yeah. It as, is as opposed to a vehicle to get parents to spend money. Yeah. Um, okay. And so- okay. That all being said, while I did not enjoy the 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 real life actor performances, I think they all did a pretty good job. Like I said, the sets were great, the camera work was great, the effects were really good. There's a Rube Goldberg device. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know if like I, I don't know if that was CGI. I don't know if it was it live looked action. animated, right? Yeah, or I, but maybe it was just like touched up to look that I way. I don't know. I don't know. Fantastic. The story, whatever. Yeah, there's nothing inherently wrong with this movie. And I think 5.3 is too low. Okay. All right. Would you uh would you watch it again? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe in 10 years. Like their niece and nephew come over or if you got a yeah, yeah, if you get a yeah. a kid or whatever, you wouldn't Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, okay. Maybe. Okay. Like I said I enjoyed it. I thought, I don't know. However, it should be clear that I don't take this podcast seriously at all. So <laughs> It's very different. Lens. Shut up. Yes, you do. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I mean, I edit everything and I and I push this and that. And I, you know, we, when we're talking about the podcast as a podcast, I absolutely take it seriously. But I'm sitting here recording around. I'm watching the movies. I'm, I'm just having fun. Uh, all right. Let's. Did you notice that? Speaking of actors, did you notice that Tom and Jerry are in the cast list in the credits? As Jerome Mouse and. Thomas the cat. Yeah, played by himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never, it never dawned on me or it never even occurred to me that Tom and Jerry is short for other words. I just, it was Tomcat. So I just, I let it go. Speaking of Tom and Jerry, not the movie, but the characters, I, I want to agree with you about Jerry being a low life. He's and scum. I think this film highlights just how low that life is. He is squatting and which oh he's a mouse he just lives wherever no the opening sequence of this movie is him with a realtor trying to find a place to live in the big city right and yeah. none of that works out and so he decides to squat in essentially the ritz instead of what he could actually afford and then his first instinct once he's there isn't to be like okay cool let me let me you know nest a little bit make sure i'm covering my tracks cuz i am here I guess illegally, if there's realtors in the mouse world in this movie, then I, I suppose that this is property owned by somebody else. No, he goes around the hotel and steals things, right? I'm not, I mean, like he takes the shampoo from the hotel bathroom, whatever. I'm not worried about that. But he's he's stealing things from people, including this this woman's engagement ring, right? This huge engagement ring, which becomes a plot point later on. He's got somebody's phone in there using it as a... He's using it as a television, which is which is fantastic. But no, he's he's a he's a thief. He's a prankster, and I mean, he's too smart for his own good. I was appalled at his behavior. I was beside myself in many moments. Like it's like 
I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He's he's scum. He's scum. Yeah. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I I have on occasion, when I was a child watching the old Tom and Jerry cartoons, thought, man, Tom's getting the short end of the stick here, but it's all played for laughs and I'm meant to be taken seriously, you know? But in this, there's it, it opens up with showing that there are financial consequences to everyone's actions, right? Right. Kayla gets fired because of Jerry and kicks off everything. He destroys Tom's only means of income. Now, Tom was being a, a little sleazy with pretending to be blind while playing the piano, which is still a little sleazy. And I did love the line like, he's not blind. He's just a normal cat playing the piano. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so he ruins her job. Uh, he ruins Tom's job. He skips out on his realtor, right? Who worked all day to find him something, which, you know, doesn't work out. doesn't work out. I've worked with realtors and it not worked out, you know, but the least you could do is like be upfront about it instead of just ghosting him. What did the, the realtor say? Did he just Batman me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's some good puns there at the beginning. This is uh, was something else the realtor said. Uh, this is the perfect mouse house. What, can I say that? Is that copyrighted? Yeah. <laughs> Cute. Wait a minute. Wait, Wait a minute. minute. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed. So he ruins all that. And then he squats. And then he steals. Almost ruining this, this couple's wedding. And I say ruining. A, a missing ring is a missing ring. I don't put a lot of value into symbolic items. But a lot of other people do. For this couple, it would have been a, a really big deal if they hadn't gotten it back. And then Tom gets a new job. And then he immediately starts ruining, and Kayla gets a new job, both at that hotel. And Jerry immediately starts trying to ruin their new jobs. This guy's a menace. Yeah, he is a terrible person. He's always been a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> this really opened my eyes up to how terrible Jerome A. Mouse is. <laughs> Side question. Would you have liked it more if they were animated in the traditional sense, like hand-drawn animation, not necessarily hand-drawn, but that style as opposed to like the kind of semi-3D effect that they eventually went with? I No, I think the effect worked. It really helped them blend into the kind of the real world a lot better. Okay. As much as, you know, you know, Who Framed Roger Rabbit or I, as a kid, I remember watching Pete's Dragon, the original Pete's Dragon all the time. It was one of my favorite movies at some point in my childhood, you know, so I, I get I don't know what that looks like. I still think going with a more modern look makes the most sense. OK, yeah, because they did that with Who Framed Roger Rabbit. But I think there was another movie that was similar called Cool World. Do you remember Cool World? I don't remember Cool World. I'm trying to think of other movies that went from animated to live action. The only other one I could think of is, oh, what is the name of it? Bill Murray's in it osmosis jones but i don't think oh. i can vaguely remember that film yeah cool world had brad pitt and the guy from the usual suspects oh, okay anyways yeah but it was i just sent you a picture it yeah, was I'm live action it. with traditional hand-drawn hand looking animation yeah, yeah. I just i think but that movie always had we like that movie didn't do as well as who famed roger rabbit I, I think they were released around the same time but not necessarily similar in any way i've always felt that the 3d animation even like 3D looking animation translates a little better. It has more depth. It seems more believable. Yeah. Yeah. Something you get with that older style of, and from some older CGI, especially in television, is you can see the actor's eyes looking in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. I did notice that once in this film. 
which was a shame because I was actually actively thinking, wow, they're doing a really good job of tracking and interacting with these fake characters and the, the editing making it look good. Um, so there's one only one that I caught. And it's usually something I notice pretty quickly when the you know they're looking at the CGI, whatever, or the, the thing that's obviously not there in the room and the actors are actually doing it. And they're all mm-hmm. looking in slightly different places or <laughs> they're looking too high or too low, left, right, that type of thing. But I think the, the gotcha. three adding that little bit of depth makes that kind of weirdness less likely to happen. So I enjoy the look of it. Okay, awesome. Yeah. You know, I'm probably going to have to go back and rewatch Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's been <laughs> it's been a long time. It's been a very, very Fair long enough. time. Yeah. Regardless, okay. did we want to talk about any of the live actors? I mean, I personally feel like they all did a good enough job and this isn't the movie that's... This isn't the movie that gets you nominated for things. This isn't the movie where you bust out all of your chops, right? You're you're acting in a very particular type of way for a children's film. So I don't know if it's worth going through all of their performances, but we can if you want. We can I'll buffer a, out this podcast. Let's do it. I'll give a very special shout out to Mr. Jordan Bulger. Bulger? Okay. Who played Cameron, the bartender. Not a whole lot of credits. Only 17. He has been in... Into the Badlands, which is supposed to be a really fun show. I've never actually seen it. Me neither. He was in 13 episodes of Peaky Blinders. The 100, a movie called David Makes Man, where he plays a character named Sh- Shinobi. That's a television show? Yeah, a young prodigy living in Florida looks for a new way out of his poor neighborhood. So that's pretty cool. And then he's in a short called Karamaka, Worlds Apart, and then this. So... um hmm. So just maybe just starting out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll give I'll give him a shout out. He deserves it. Kim Jong, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. Kim Jong, right? We already kind of talked about Chloe Grace Moritz. Yeah. Michael Pena is Michael Pena. Been on the show before, been on the pod before, but the movie Extinction, yes. we really enjoyed. Obviously, a lot of people are getting more exposed to him because of the Marvel movies, but I mean, um, he was also in what I thought was a really, really good movie, End of Watch. I've said that before and been told I'm wrong, but it is what it mm. is. But he, you know, he acts in a serious roles. He nails the comedic roles. I thought he kind of played the out of touch kind of adult character in this movie very, very well. Almost, would you call his performance here like a straight man performance? Yes. Okay. Which is not something I remember seeing him do before. I mean, I've seen him in serious roles and I've seen him in comedic roles, but I've never seen him play yeah. the straight man. Yeah. Like he, just, like he did. There are moments where he does interact with the tomfoolery. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good joke, man. Where'd you get it? <laughs> but for the most part, he, he plays it pretty straight. And then rounding it out with Rob Delaney, who I recognized the whole time. And then I just couldn't figure out where I recognized him from. But he was Peter in Deadpool 2. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh man. <laughs> Once I made that connection, I was like, ah, oh, okay, okay. Probably the best side character in that movie. Just the great. He was also in some other stuff. Yeah, he's got a, a good bit of credits. He was in Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. He's been in some television. Key and Peel. He was in. Oh. He was in a couple things of Key and Peel. Okay. That's where I recognized him from, other than gotcha. Peter. And then Colin Yost, Colin Yost, whichever. You know the thing about Colin Yost is he's winning life. Oh. Uh, do you know how he's winning life? Um, he's got a better podcast. No, because he's married to Scarlett Johansson, so he gets to go to all the he gets gets to go to all the Marvel premieres. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, 
Yeah. He's also in Coming to America 2 or Coming to America. I need to watch that. That's only up for a limited time, right? Or is that... No, that's on Amazon permanently. It's Amazon it? Prime, yeah. He was also in How to Be Single. He's been on. He's obviously been on Saturday Night Live for a, a couple of years now, I think. Yes. He's been in 313 episodes. However long that is. I don't know. Uh, he how, was many, on- <laughs> how many Saturdays is that? I don't know. Pallavi Sharda played Preeta, Colin Yost's soon-to-be-then-wife in this movie. A lot of what appears to be Indian movies. Oh, okay. Bollywood, I think, is probably like the appropriate term. Um, we have not oh. watched any Bollywood movies for the podcast. We might need to look into some of that. There's a couple, but they don't... A lot of them don't qualify as science fiction. Mm. They would qualify as absurdism. Yeah. No, they just like didn't leave the 80s action slot. They just kept going, right? Yeah, they, it, it evolved. It yeah. evolved pretty much. Uh, Anyways. Patsy Farron Ferron, who played uh, Joy. Was it Joy? Yeah, Joy the Bell Girl. Yeah. She's been in some stuff. Such a weird character to get cast as. <laughs> I mean, you do you, but man. She was Jim Hawkins in Treasure Island from 2015. Yeah, I saw that. It's interesting. Uh, interesting. Jamestown. Black Narcissus. Yeah. So just, you know, she's also, I guess, starting out, you know, relatively young. So good luck to her. Joe Bone, who's the animal control officer. I never don't recognize. I mean, that's he's in two two scenes. Yeah. Do you know who's more important than him? Droopy. (laughs) Droopy shows up in a scene, a little cameo from Droopy. All right. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Did you uh did you watch the credits? I did not watch the credits. As soon as as soon as the movie ended, I turned off the television. There is a post-credits scene. Mm. They make a little joke. Ben, Colin Jost or Jost or what have you, his character comes up to the hotel manager and says, hey, I got a bill for both weddings. Is that right? (laughs) 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 They're just like, I forget the exact wording, but it's essentially like, yep, good luck. (laughs) It walks away from him. That's pretty rich. That's pretty good. It was pretty good unexpected so. too like i didn't expect a post credit scene the credits were just animated and i just i usually do run the credits i say usually at least half the time but yeah no it's cute it was very very cute and i like that they animated the entire credits as well um just not to say animated they're not moving but there's pictures traditional tom and jerry pictures and scenes yeah. okay uh, keep the kids interested for a little few extra minutes it's like uh, you know the credits come on that's your that's your cue you got to get whatever's going on ready because they're about to be unoccupied if that's your goal the doorman gavin yeah. daniel adeg boyega was in an episode of doctor who oh really is he 2019. british he trained in the renowned school central school of speech and drama he's been in some some action movies he was in uh, skyfall six underground i think a transformers movie maybe? the central school of speech and drama is in london Yes. Mm, okay. So, so oh, he's he in an episode of Torchwood. So it's fun. Cool. Good for him. He's also not really. I mean, he has what, like, four minutes of screen time in this whole thing. Maybe. Ma- yeah. Maybe. But I think he's in the background in some scenes. So. so. All right, man. Uh, overall, thanks to everybody who uh, voted for us to watch this film. I probably wouldn't have watched it otherwise, and I enjoyed it. Also appreciate y'all telling us to uh, voting for us to watch it. Because now I get to know that Chris didn't enjoy his evening and that makes my evening just a little bit better. (laughs) I would say that under conditions that this movie is and isn't worth the price of subscription. If you are an adult with no children, no younger relatives, it's not worth the price of subscription. However, 
if you're already paying for HBO Max and you have young siblings, children, younger relatives, and they like Tom and Jerry, it's worth the price of subscription. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it as a single adult, but it it is one of my, I think, favorite children's movies in the last five, six years, at least. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, if there are other movies that you guys want us to watch, you can always email us at scifiwiseguys at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at scifiwiseguys, Instagram at scifiwiseguys, or you can join the Facebook group at the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast group. You can go on there, interact with us, make us watch other children's movies, hopefully a little bit more science fiction or science fiction adjacent. We'd appreciate that next time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you really, 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 really liked what you heard, go on over to your favorite podcasting platform of choice. If you haven't already reviewed us, please give us a five-star review, like, heart, whatever, share us. Word of mouth is the best type of advertisement. It gets other people watching more downloads. We've had the most downloads, I think, in the first 11 days of a month since we started doing the podcast. Oh, yeah. March is looking to be our biggest month yeah. yet. So, yeah, so we, really we appreciate, appreciate that. It. If you go all the way, you review, you liked, and you shared with your friends, and you just got to go that extra mile, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash sci-fi wise guys and become a patron. You get access to episodes early, behind the scenes content, stuff we like to call out of pod and access to exclusive polls, posts, and pictures. Yeah. Just want to say thanks for listening and stay safe, stay hydrated, and know that you are loved. Thanks, guys. Bye. I think that we could probably write an op-ed or maybe even a, a detailed research paper on how much Jerry is a scumbag. <laughs> I hate Jerry. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. really do not like he's, him. And he gets at the end of the movie, he gets to stay where he's at. Everything's cool. He earned, He you know, he didn't earn. He supposedly earns his right to be in the hotel. Everything that happens in this movie is Jerry's fault. I know. I said that. In the <laughs> Jerry is the crux. He's evil. I want him to die. Well, I don't know about yeah. that. I want him to be punished by the proper authorities. <laughs> the mouse police. <laughs> yes.